Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's Location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough... Think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. Shadow boxing. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, a heavyweight brouhaha. As I shadow box myself, flying solo yet again. I don't need no sticking sidekick. No, 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 no. Uh, anyway, coming up on this edition of the Fifth Hour, a spinoff of the Ben Maller radio show, only available in the podcast format and broadcasting from a secret location, a special podcast studio deep in the Northwoods. Uh, as we get you started on a Saturday, we have the green team, the green team living like Britney Spears and showcase. What is that all about? You'll find out that and a whole lot more. Hold your applause. No need to clap, but we'll get the party started right now. And we promise the green team. So I came close to having to turn to fisticuffs at Chavez Ravine. Now, if you've been listening to the radio show all week, you know that I was very fortunate enough. I got to spend some quality time at one of my five favorite places to hang out, a Major League Baseball stadium, in particular Dodger Stadium, where I've spent much of my life watching athletic competition. Now, the Dodgers and the Atlanta Braves 
meeting in the National League Championship Series. And what a madhouse. Let me tell you, this was a madhouse this week. And I'll take you back to game three of the NLCS, one of the highlights for the Doyers. And uh, I, I had snack bar drama. I had snack bar drama. So I mentioned this on the radio show, but the great thing about the podcast is we have plenty of time to dive deep into a story. And there is a lot to tell. This might seem like a simple story. Guy online at a snack bar to get some delicious treats. But it's much more than that. So I will give you the non-condensed version of what happened. And if you're bored by stories like this, then just fast forward. No harm, no foul. But I'm minding my own business now. I'm waiting online. And there were a bunch of people that were consuming massive amounts of, of alcohol. Brewskis. And that's what you do at a sporting event. But not me. I'm working, right? I'm working, Benny. And I got my little press pass on. So I'm, you know, I'll let you know a little inside radio. We're friends. Why not? If you're listening to this podcast, you are a higher level in the Malin Militia. So if you are in the media and you cover one of these playoff games, what Major League Baseball does is they give you a food voucher. In this case, and I don't know how it is in every city, But in Los Angeles, they give you a $15 food voucher. So Major League Baseball, in the old days, they used to supply a full boxed meal. But that cost too much money. And the people in charge, the billionaires, the aristocrats at Major League Baseball were like, what are we doing here? Why are we spending all this money on apples and turkey sandwiches and bags of chips? That's a waste of money. So why don't we just hand these these people $15 and it's like a food stamps ticket. Okay, so $15. Now, that sounds like a decent amount of money. At least when I was a kid, 15 bucks was pretty good. Uh, as you know, if you attend sporting events in any city, it doesn't matter whether you're in Los Angeles or not, that doesn't get very far. It does not get very far. And, and no discount, by the way. You know, you're, everything's marked up. It's not like they have a special rate, like an insider rate. And the one thing that professional sports has mastered more than anything else, price gouging personified, right? Uh, it, it is insane. You can take a, a drink, which is some syrup and some water, maybe a little ice, which is just frozen water and some sugar and whatnot. And that costs the people that make the drink, you know, maybe 10 cents, 20 cents, 30 cents, whatever it is, 50 cents. You want to go high? And uh, we'll charge four bucks for that. Bottle of water, right? Bottle of water. You can get a whole case of water at Costco for a very reasonable amount. But at a ballpark, uh, five bucks, 10 bucks. You want a a little uh, souvenir batting helmet filled with garlic fries? That'll set you back like 15, 16 bucks, something like that. So um, the way this works, the food stamp let you again behind the curtain how we make the hot dogs so you are given a food voucher you have to spend it or lose it no cash back so if your order comes to eight dollars you don't get the rest of that and you can't reuse that somewhere else it's one shot shoot your shot and that's it now what i have done over the years is i have mastered I, uh, I look at the menu. I've mastered how to get the most I can possibly get without going over. And I have scouted the different snack bars at Dodger Stadium. 
And it changes every year because of the cost of all this. Now, the prices have gone up over the years, and the Dodgers seemingly are in the playoffs every year. So I've had to deal with this for, for a long time. So what I have settled on, my order is not one but two soft pretzels and a plastic cup, small plastic cup of nacho cheese. Nacho cheese is my cheese. So that sets me back a grand total of $13.96, I believe, with tax is how much that costs. So that's as close as I have been able to get to the full $15 amount without getting over. One time they charged me for two cheese cups, and that put me over at $16, and I said, I said, I only want one. Take back your little cheese cup. I don't want that. But I do love soft pretzels. It's one of my guilty pleasures, a well-made soft pretzel. And I will tell you, they do not have great soft pretzels at Dodger Stadium. They don't. I've had much better pretzels at in, in Boston, in New York, Philadelphia, which is the mecca, as our guy Fats in Philly tells us, the birthplace of the pretzel, the soft pretzel. And we also had the late Philly Rob, who was a pretzel benefactor as well. But that's... That's the gold standard. I love those big pretzels. And they got to be soft. You know, the the problem I've had, it's hit and miss at Dodger Stadium. The pretzels, sometimes they leave them in those little rotating things, and they are like rocks. And that sucks. And you can't return it, right? You know, there's no returns. So it's, it's whatever. It's Russian roulette with the pretzels. But I do love the pretzels. Now, regardless of that, get to the point, please. So I'm online, I'm minding my P's and Q's. Boy, did I get sidetracked. So I'm minding my P's and Q's. And people are ordering alcohol, whatever they're ordering, hot dogs, you name it, garlic fries. And some drunk dude and his buddy start going going off on me. They start harassing me. They're all over me for not wearing the proper wardrobe, that I did not have the Dodger gear. And I am surrounded in a sea of people in Dodger blue. And there, there were a few Atlanta Brave fans, but not many. Not many. And there, I have a feeling there were some Braves fans that didn't wear their colors because they've heard the reputation of the parking lots at Dodger Stadium. So I had a green shirt on. I had my newsboy hat, which is what I usually wear when I go out to cover my receding hairline. So, uh, and, and then I, you know, was doing my thing, waiting online to get my soft pretzels and my cup of cheese. And this one dude was enraged and became engaged with me. And I'm, again, I'm just right there, and this guy's getting on me. He's like, well, well, well you're not a Dodger fan? Wear your colors, man. Why didn't you wear your colors, right? And, and I'm like, well, I'm just, you know, I'm waiting for my food. You know, I, try, I tried to not respond, but the guy, like, got right in my face. And I'm like, all right. And I just, I just want to get. And, and, and I, I didn't say, hey, I'm in the media. I'm better than you. But I had a media pass on it. said media on it. So the fact that I didn't really respond to the guy and it just kind of blew him off, that upset him more. So now this is an escalation situation. So now the guy's like, wait a minute. You're wearing green. Are you a Celtic fan? He asked me if I'm a Celtic fan. And at this point, I'm like, well, should I tell him that I've done radio in Boston for, you know, over the years off and on and I actually own a Celtics hat and, 
as a Laker hater, I, I have great pride of the Celtics because the Celtics have caused a lot of agony to my friends who are Laker fans. Not really recently, but over the years, historically. And so I was like, nah, probably not best for me to bring that up. So I shouldn't say that. You know, rare and appropriate you bring that up at Dodger Stadium. Now, fortunately, about the time that this is starting to skyrocket and th- tensions are being ratcheted up, I was able to squeeze to the front of the line, and uh, these bozos skedaddled. Uh, they got uh, they got on their way, and it was their lucky day, by the way. Let me tell you. You might think I'm just a fat, middle-aged, overnight talk show host, but I would have introduced them to my little friends. Uh, I have an alter ego. I don't talk about it very much. Do not endorse violence, but when needed... You can call me Benny Bloody Knuckles. Benny Bloody Knuckles. You can call me that. It's true. Listen, I'm a pretty mellow guy. I like to goof around, have a good time. But I build up like a volcano and hot molten lava goes flying when I become enraged. That's how That's how I roll. There's some people that are mad all the time and just blow off steam. I don't. I don't do that regularly. I, I just every once in a while. That's just how how it goes. You know what I'm saying there? But as far as the the Dodger games, it was great to see my old friends, as I always say. And uh, Roberto was there, who I, I don't see all the time. I'm in the home studio a lot. Lita Lap, the producer of the morning show, he was on hand. I know a lot of the older crowd that used to, you know, when I was in, in the, back in the day, they'd be the ushers at Dodger Stadium. There's a few of those people left, lifers at Dodger Stadium. So I was able to come across some of those people and – it was a good time, a good time. And just being at the ballpark and, and the organ. And... Hey! I ran into Tom Looney. Tom Looney, who's the news guy now, my old partner, Looney. We've had Looney on the podcast. And uh, Looney, who gave me uh, the single worst piece of financial advice that I have ever gotten in my life, came from Tom Looney. I don't need to go into the story right now. I had saved up my money for a long time. I'll give you the condensed version. I'd saved up my money for a long time. And I was debating there was a place, a condo I was looking at in, in downtown L.A. And I was like, I don't know if this is the right spot. It's in a crappy neighborhood. It's in Lincoln Heights. And Looney's like, well, they're going to fix it up. And, and I told him, I said, well, I keep reading in the business papers that the housing market is going to go down. And Looney gave me this big pep talk. And he's like, no, 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 no. So don't worry about that. You know, they're always going to say this kind of thing. If you find a place you like, just get it. You know, he was trying to tell me it was a way to go. And so I, I purchased the house. And a, a couple months after I purchased the house. Yeah. Kaboom goes the housing market. Uh, anyway, it's nice to see Looney. That is the first time I have seen Tom Looney in person and we used to work together every weekend for years for seven years i think we did that show on the weekends i can't believe it lasted that long if you ever if you ever heard the show then you would know that show was not long for the world but eventually that yeah that did happen at the end eventually that that took place anyway i caught up with looney hadn't seen him since the COVID thing started 
He's the same old loony. Spends way too much time in the gym. Way too much time in the gym. Uh, but Tan gets a lot of sun. And he's doing news radio. If you want to hear Tom Looney on the weekends, he is a news guy at KABC. At one point, KABC, which is a news talk station, was the top money-making station in Los Angeles. When I first got into radio, it was after KABC had had their glory days, and KFI is the big AM talk station, and it's been that way for years. But KABC back in the day was where everyone went, and that was the talk station in Los Angeles. Not quite anymore, but Looney's doing a, doing a good job, and it's good to catch up. He does a podcast with JT The Brick as well, so we were telling some stories there about the old days and Every time I see Looney at a baseball game, at some point in the conversation, it has happened 100% of the time, the four-run home run will come up. So this goes back to when we were doing the Blitz, and the Blitz was a football show, but it was pretty popular, and we had a following for a Sunday afternoon show. And so management at the time was very supportive of the show. They eventually grew to hate it. Uh, well, management changed. The new management hated it, but the original management loved it. And so we did the show for a while on, on during football, and they're like, well, the show's good. Why didn't you do baseball? So like, all right, we'll do baseball. But baseball's a lot different than football. Like, there's Football's pretty easy, right? Sunday, there's ebbs and flows. You kind of update a football game. Baseball's a little harder because their games are longer, and there's more moving parts. And So anyway, the Red Sox, I still remember. It was a game at Fenway. Red Sox are playing whoever, doesn't matter. Uh, but the Red Sox had a big offensive day, and they had a guy named Jared Saltalamakia, who I believe still has the record for the longest surname in big league history. At least he did at the time. He did at the time. So anyway, uh, you know, it's whatever. It's a random Sunday in the summertime, and we're updating the scores and the. Red Sox had a big day going offensively, and Jared Saltamakia hits a grand slam. Get out the rye bread and the mustard, Grandma. It's grand salami time. So we get all excited. We get all these monitors. The games are on, and anytime something happens, we're like, wee, grand slam, except Tom Looney, the first person in the history of radio saying the following words. Jared Saltalamakia just hit a four-run home run, which, while technically true, while technically true, is not the proper etiquette. All right, it, it's just, wrong. It, yes, that was wrong. Uh, I mean, and uh, come on, man. Yeah, you got to be better than that, right? I know your name is Looney, and when you're Looney, you, can, you have a little more freedom there. But that was not proper, so. Anytime after that, someone would hit a grand slam, which is the professional term that is used. But anytime someone would do that after, either on the air or off the air, it was, oh, there's a four-run home run right there. Four-run home run. Right? Shut the fuck up, yeah. okay? All right. Shut the All right. fuck up. Okay, calm down. I'll move on. So living like Britney Spears. What is this all about? Life of Maller, Tales of Woe, episode 468. Oops, I did it again. I've noticed, and several of you have pointed out via email, that many of my stories revolve around Costco. And if Costco 
were to go out of business or if I were to stop going to Costco, I wouldn't have any story. So this story revolves around a couple of things. Now, I had to get gas. I religiously go to Costco. I try to get there early in the morning to get gas because I don't have to wait online. I don't like waiting online for gas. There's always a long line at Costco. So if you go in the morning or when it closes, there's no line. So I got my gas. I actually happened to go in the evening time. So I did wait online a little bit. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's Location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And then I had to stop by the main store, the big box store, and I had to get water, some snacks. I parked the car. Okay, just bear with me on this. So I park the car, and I walk into the, the front of the store, as you would normally do, right? It's a normal night. By myself, my wife was at home. She's still unpacking. We're going to be unpacking things till 2027, the way things are going. So my wife's doing her thing, and she's like, hey, can you run some errands? So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll run some errands. Uh, why not? Make myself useful. So I got the gas, and I had to buy some stuff at Costco. She she'd text me a shopping list. I think that's pretty normal in a marriage relationship, somebody sends you a shopping list. So I'm strolling in and I grab my Costco credit card and I hold it up to the young lady at the front there. And I you know, that's my ticket to enter. It's my golden ticket. 
So I'm checking off things on my list, right? I'm, I'm checking off, and my shopping cart is almost all full of what I needed. And as I am walking by the meat section, I still remember where I was. I was looking for thin-cut ribeye because thin-cut ribeye is the steak that is used in Philly cheesesteak. And you can buy it at Costco. It's not cheap. The Costco near where I live in the North Woods, you can buy this, and it makes amazing Philly cheesesteak. And and it's just wonderful and everything. So thin-cut and just melts in your mouth. It's great. I highly recommend it. So then I had this aha moment, and it wasn't about the ribeye steak. And I'm, I'm like, something's not right here. And I'm like, what, what the heck is going on? Like, what, what is it? And so I, I'm holding my phone. So obviously, is my phone missing? Uh, in, in, no, there's, no, there's no problem with my phone. So I'm like, okay, okay. Uh, what, what else is going on here? So then I reach for the keys. I do an inventory here, and I, I see the. The keys are there, so there's nothing going on with the keys. So everything's good. And then I reach down for my wallet, and uh, red light starts flashing. Red light starts flashing. So I had check on the phone. I had check on the keys. No wallet. So I put my hand in my pocket, and for some reason I had my Costco credit card that I had used to get in the store. So now I'm trying to retrace my steps. I'm thinking, well, I must have dropped my wallet somewhere in the store. Originally, my original thought was, I, you know what might have happened is when I got gas, I just left the wallet on the passenger seat in the Mallermobile, and then I just grabbed the credit card and walked in. For some reason, I thought I had left it in the front seat of the car. So what I did was I left a cart full of food and different things, off to the side of Costco, and I go warp speed. I went warp speed. I skedaddled to the car. I retraced my steps. I have visions of someone breaking into the car, seeing my my wallet. I have a Costanza wallet, seeing my wallet there and saying, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. So I'm doing the hustle. I'm doing the hustle. I get out of the store. I go through the parking lot. I get to my car, and then there's the moment of truth. And I slowly walk up to the car, and I look at the passenger seat through the window. It's a nighttime situation, so that it's, you know, can't see everything. And I peek around the side there, and I see right there nothing. I see absolutely nothing. And I'm like, wait a minute. What the heck? I'm like, it had to, it had to, it had to be there. But no, it wasn't. It wasn't there. So I'm like, well, okay. Well, then I opened the door. I thought, well, maybe it fell out in the area when I got out of the car. And I look down, and I see nothing again. So now I'm start. I start feeling around here. I start feeling around and trying to see, figure out what's going on. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's under the seat. Nothing. So now at this point, I have to do the walk of shame back to Costco. Maybe I dropped it in the store somewhere. So again, I'm retracing my steps. And I'm looking around. My head is down. I'm depressed. I go through the parking lot. I get to the door. I walk through the door. And I'm looking around. And I'm like, where is it? Where is my wallet? Where is the Costanza wallet? 
I need the wallet. Where is the wallet? So I'm looking around, looking around. And this the, the, the lady at the door there, the nice woman, she sees me in a panic. And she says, hey, did you lose something? And at that point, I said, oops, I did it again. Just like my hero, Britney Spears. Just like Britney. Britney, bitch. That's right. And uh, sure enough, my wallet had fallen out of my pocket at the entrance of Costco in the transition when I put the credit card back in my pocket. And it was not in the wallet. The wallet fell out. The credit card stayed in the pocket. And the lady there, very nice woman, she kept the wallet in in the little booth thing that she had at the front of Costco. So this is now the second time, if you're keeping score at home, that I've told a similar story. The second time in the last calendar year that this has happened. Now, both times I had a guardian angel. Last time was at a different grocery store. This time at Costco, and uh, my wallet got back to me. And uh, yet again, I tried to offer a reward for finding my wallet. This was very important to me. Right? Well, you know what a pain in the ass it is to lose your wallet. I mean, when you find your wallet, it's a big deal. And yet again, the woman said, thank you very much. I can't accept your money. Costco will not allow me to accept your money. And I said, well, no, just, you know, no, no one's paying attention. They won't know about that. I won't tell anybody. And she says, no, I can't do that. We're not allowed. It's company policy. So I tell my wife the story. My wife then says that I should now offer more money. She thinks that's my move now. I'm going to offer more money because I know I've now had this happen twice where I've lost my wallet. So she knows I'll lose it again. And she said, next time this happens, you're going to offer more money because you know they can't accept the money. I said, no, I'm not going to do that. And I'll tell you what I told her. I said, I'm not doing that because knowing my luck, it's going to turn. I can't continue to have this kind of good fortune. At some point, the guardian angel is going to take a nap. And so I said, no, because Murphy's Law says that the person I offer $1,000 to will say, you know what? All right, I'll take the money. And uh, can you send me some duffel bags of cash? Can you do that? And so, so you know, I'm not increasing the dollar amount. That is not going to happen. Uh, not going to happen. All right. Uh, moving on now to the showcase showdown. If you listen to these podcasts during the weekend, boy, do we thank you. That's number one. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. You know, on Friday... We typically have someone on the podcast who we like. We had a close friend in the radio business on Friday, this Friday. I hope you heard that. And uh, today on Saturday is typically tales from my life, like losing my wallet at Costco, having a guy try to get into a fight with me because I wasn't wearing a Dodger jersey at a game. And you're not allowed to do that. I didn't want to go through all that. But, you know, in the media, as I said, you're you got to dress the part, no cheering in the press box, blah, 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 blah. So I had a green shirt on. A guy got upset, thought I was a Celtic fan, which no, the Clippers are my team. But the Celtics, as I said, the Laker rivalry over the years and being a Laker hater, I, I do have a, a bit of, I don't want to say green envy, but uh, there's some, some joy in there. 
But the, the Sunday podcast, which is appropriately enough on Sunday, we typically just do mail. We answer your questions, and that will be no different. We'll have the mail bag with your questions tomorrow. But I wanted to highlight one email in particular because I want to give it more time than we have on the mailbag. The mailbag's typically rat-a-tat-tat. We go through the, the mail. We don't have a lot of time. So in this debut, the maiden voyage of the showcase portion of the Saturday podcast, and we'll see if we do this more often, if we get really good email that really, you know, is, you know, I see really a lot but needs to stand out, then we'll keep it. And if the reaction to this is just terrible and if that's going on, I hear that noise and I'll be like, all right, there's a sign. Shut up! I better stop doing this. But this email this week comes from Haji. He says that is his silent militia name. Haji writes in, he says, I love the Ben Maller show and I have listened to it as a podcast every day since I discovered it three years ago. How great is that? And he says, here's the part that should make me part of the silent Maller militia. Now, Haji says, when I am not listening to your most recent show, I go back to listen to old episodes that I haven't heard before. He says, I'm currently listening and working my way through 2017. I can't believe KD's leaving the Warriors. Wow. Let me stop right there. Let me hit the pause button. So, Haji, first of all, thank you. I appreciate you listening to the show more than you know. And you are the first listener I can remember. And I, maybe it's happened in the past and I don't remember it. I've blocked it out. But you are the first person I can recall going back and listening to dated material. In sports radio, what we do is time sensitive. There is an expiration date on it. It does not last. It's not evergreen. If it was evergreen, music is evergreen. You make a song in your garage when you're 18 years old or 17 years old. You're still playing that song when you're 50 or 60 or 70 or 80, like the Rolling Stones and the Beatles and the ones that made it. You're still making it. Sports radio, disposable form of entertainment. Whatever the story of the day is, we talk about, and then we move on. And for you to go back and listen, and I'm surprised those are still available. Those old podcasts are still available. I wonder how far back the library of audio content is because I've been at this company. You could go back and hear early shows that I did from the early 2000s. I'm, I'm pretty confident those do not exist anymore. Those have been erased from the history books. But 2017, that's... Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's a while ago now, right? That's a while ago. All right, anyway, he says, my fifth hour question. This is from listener Haji in the showcase, the email showcase portion of the Saturday podcast. So he says, I was wondering if you could talk about the behind-the-scenes business of sports talk radio on one of your podcasts. Well, congratulations, Haji. This is the podcast. He says, for example, who decides whether a radio show has a single host or multiple hosts? such as your show versus Jason Smith and Mike Harmon? Do the bosses pair the host up, or do the hosts apply together to do a show? All right, let me hit the pause button again. So the way this works, we all have bosses. I'm no different. There's a lot of red tape at big radio stations. We're a syndicated network, so there's a lot of management. There are two main bosses that I deal with, but there's layers below that that I don't have to deal with. So the way... We do business, not to let all the secrets out, but it's pretty standard. I've worked at different radio stations. It's pretty much the same. The program director is the one that decides which shows are on the radio and whether or not that show is a one-man show or a two-man show. And it really is preference. Some program directors like the two-man show. Some like the one-man show. It just depends on it, and I will tell you that the business has pretty much shifted to two people at a time. I am one of the few guys that just does a solo act. There's a few, but you, know, you look at our our station, our network, Fox. Colin Coward's a one man act, but he's got the you know, he's got a lot of help on that. Dan Patrick, technically a one man show, but the Danettes, so not a one man show. Morning show, our morning show has a lot of. A lot of people, right? Jonas has got a couple guys with him that former NFL players. And 
in LeVar Arrington and, and Quinn. So uh, they, they do that. And then you go through the rest of the day and you've got Rob Parker. Well, Gottlieb does a solo show, but he, he has a lot of people around him uh, that help out. And so, so it's, it's, it, each time slot is its own entity. And there are radio shows that work together and change stations together. It is much more difficult to do that. It's much more difficult. I gave, I, I, I was not, I didn't give the advice. I was given some great advice from Rick Dees. You might not know who Rick Dees is. He was a big effing deal in the radio business. When I got started, Rick Dees had the number one morning show at Kiss FM, 102.7 Kiss FM, the Dees sleaze in the morning. Rick dominated morning drive radio. And made a fortune. He had a syndicated television show. He did the weekly Top 40 Countdown. He was a big deal in the radio business. And Rick was the one of the nicest people I've ever met. And I was a young guy. I'd worked in San Diego. I got transferred to the L.A. station. They were just starting Kiss AM, which became Extra Sports 1150, which is now the Patriot. And the sports station moved over to AM 570 in the L.A. market. Anyway... Uh, I was doing the midday show, believe it or not. I was midday Maller. The Ben and Dave show was on middays. And so anyway, uh, Dees would come in. He was recording his top 40 show or other content for the morning show, and he would come in and just drop by and smile and say hello and ask how we were doing. And occasionally he would drop some wisdom. And there was one point we were not sure whether our show would make it or not. And I asked Rick Dees some career advice, and, and Rick knew that it was a two-man operation. And he said, he said, listen, I'm sure you like working with, with Dave, who you're with. And this is a guy named Dave Smith. And I'm sure, Dave, you like working with Ben. But my experience, and this is a guy at the very top at the time in the radio business, was that if you're looking for a job, he said, it's better flying solo. Because it's hard enough to get one job in radio, but to get a program director to hire two people, uh, good luck. Uh, good luck on that. Uh, and, and Haji, back to the email, he says, how do they decide the time slot for a show? Well, again, there's a pecking order. It, it's the program director along with a group of people called consultants. And uh, they all get together and I don't know what they do, but they, uh, they throw darts and they figure out who goes where. It's a big puzzle board. It's putting jigsaw puzzle pieces onto a puzzle and putting them all together and making it work. And he also says, does the time slot come first and then they pick a show or do they pick the show first and then decide the time slot? Yeah, so the way this works is it's the show that fits the time slot. It's not the other way around. They don't just hire talk shows and then say they go in the time slot. It's what show is appropriate for the time slot. And it's tilted. For example, the way the radio business works you matter if you're on 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. That's when most people listen to the radio. 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. That includes morning drive, midday, afternoon drive. Anytime after that, you are marginalized. You're not that important to people in radio. You're just not. And I love my job, and I have a lot of great things about the job. I don't have a, too much traffic. Of course, now I'm doing the show from home, so I have no traffic most of the time, unless uh, the rare and appropriate time that I come in to the studio. So uh, I've got the radio show from home, 
I don't deal with the bosses very much because when they're at work, I'm sleeping. So I don't have to deal with that. But financially, they don't pay the overnight guy as much as the daytime people. And so there is give and take with anything in life. With anything in life. Also, Haji says, how do they decide to replace a show when the host leaves? Like Clay Travis with OutKick and two pros and a cup of joe. So again, it's, it is a collaborative effort. It is decided by the programming people at our company at Fox Sports Radio. Don Martin and Scott Shapiro are the top two guys. And then they have people around them. They have bosses themselves they have to deal with. They have a bunch of red tape with consultants and everyone's chiming in. They have to worry about what show can they sell, what will make the most money for the company. I mean, how much money is the show going to cost? There's a lot of moving parts, a lot of spinning plates uh, with that, as you might imagine. Any job has these type of things. He also says, are there auditions behind the scene? Uh, Yes, Absolutely. There are people that do, uh, you know, send in tapes, not tapes anymore. It's digital stuff. And there are also some dry runs where they'll put so-and-so in a studio with somebody else who they think will sound good. And they will throw them together and see if the show clicks, see if there's some kind of audio magic and decide at that point. And it is the boss's decision there. He says, is there a pecking order set ahead of time, uh, next host up? Not always. Not always. I was the bridesmaid for many years. I did weekend overnights. I was next in line for a day part, and it did not happen for nine years. Over nine years, I did weekend overnights before I finally got the weekday show, and then I got whacked from that job after a year and then brought back six months and 26 days later. And Haji also says, boy, you're going in-depth here on this email. He says, how do radio contracts work? Well, it really depends on the host. It depends on the station, the format. So there's a lot of variables with the radio contract. Typically, they are anywhere from one to three-year contracts. There's usually a lot of offset language in the contracts. I can't give that information out because I'd be violating my contract. But with any contract, there's a lot of fine print at the bottom that typically protects the employer and not the employee as much. That's just how most businesses work. And so that's that's not a surprise. He also says, how long are they, uh, as I said, one to three years? And how do they handle time off? Do you get paid time off, he says. Wow, look at this. Do they have buyouts and other ways to end them early? Uh, And again, it depends on the contract. I do get paid time off. I do not take most of my time off. I don't do that. And the reason I don't do that, two reasons. I'm a workaholic. That's one reason. The second reason, the key to, to audience retention in radio is being there. And my experience from being in in the business, and I I tell people who ask me this, young broadcasters who are the next generation, I can't believe I'm saying that, but I tell people who are interested in the business, I say the key to this is being like a sofa. You have to be the sofa. Now, what do I mean by that? Let me explain. So the sofa is there when you need it. 
It's also there when you don't need it. But if you go into a room and you want to sit on the sofa and there's no sofa there and maybe there's a shitty chair, you're not going to like that. And that's the way radio is. Radio and the person, if you like a show, and, and that's a big thing to get somebody to like you. You know how hard that is? You have so many freaking options to listen to and to listen to my fat ass. And so the way I look at this, you got to be there. You got to be the sofa. You might not listen to me. Maybe you only work a couple days a week and I'm there every night. I've got the weekend podcast, but I got to be there when you need me. That's the way I look at that. And maybe I'm wrong and I'm dumb and all that. My wife tells me I should take a, take a hell of a lot more time off. And I do have some family events that I will be taking some time off for. But I try to make it rare and appropriate. Again, one of the, phrase, the phrases I use a lot. Uh, but it's very important to be there. And that's how you keep an audience. And that's how you keep people engaged and, and you keep people interested. And if you're not there, there's, there's a line Jim Rome had. And Jim's a legend in the business, and I'm not mocking Jim, but Jim is legendary for taking a lot of vacation time as well. And he used to say, well, I take a lot of vacation because I get a lot of vacation. And that's true. I get a lot of vacation too, considering the the backbreaking work of having to talk for a living. But I, I feel it's more important to be there. I don't even like taking time off over the holidays. I typically save... I have to take a certain number of days every year. So I typically save that till the week between Christmas and New Year's. And that's that's standard when I take my time off. Anyway, uh, we've gone very long here. Very long. Bad job by me. So I will now... Shut up! All right. I calm down. I will do that right now. And I hope you've enjoyed this. And uh, very nice. I understand. And nobody called up. Not a single person called up and said that. So we didn't have to deal with that at all. Have a wonderful rest of your Saturday. If you're interested in Cameo, I am on Cameo.com. Did another Cameo this week. Had a great time with that. And if you'd like to have a personalized message for you, a Maller monologue dedicated to you, then please contact me on Cameo. It's not free, but it's not that much. There's people charging a lot more than me. Most people are charging more than me. But check it out. And we'd love to do it for you. And don't forget the mailbag on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And we'll catch you next time. Aloha. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.